0: It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. It's your week, your sports, John Glass, Jeff Matthews, Christian Brown. Back at it. Another week talking sports. Uh, Very weird week in football, I think in
1: general. Guys, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Biggest news story is... Christian bought my lunch today, yeah. so I'm feeling pretty dandy. That's
0: generous... Clap it up for Christian. Big shout out lunch. to Christian.
1: I told uh, him I'd pay him back, but oh, okay. we'll see about that. <laughs> um, no, this week was awesome, man. Loved a lot of sports. Um, football season is just insane. I am so excited that it's back. We, I mean, we've said it so many times, but um, a lot of cool things going on. Fantasy football got weird for a little bit there. I know for Christian, it got super weird.
2: Yeah, that's just it's just depressing at this point. Back to back weeks. And I don't think this has ever happened to me in two times in a season. Back to back weeks I lost by point four. And yeah. last week it was in a different league, but this week it was to John Glass, which makes big it winner. So much more. Him. Shout out to John Glass taking no, the win over Christian. Not, nah, probably not. Probably not going to clap for that one. Slow clap. But also, John was going to beat me no matter what because Nick Chubb would have got his total. But
1: oh, so the only man. reason it was point four yeah. was
2: because of Nick. Exactly. Chubb. Got it.
1: And Miles Sanders had a bad game too. Yeah. Ouch. Um, and he would have beat you. Yeah that, yeah that that
0: that was that was rough. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but there is. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. This is the point in the season where I get, like, a little selfish because I'm like, oh, man, I'm I'm so excited that football is back. We're, like, actually in the thick of it. But I know it will be gone as soon as we think about it.
1: Yep. that is very true and on top of that sometimes it's hard to also see a lot of cool stuff going on with some other sports right. that play in the fall sometimes we get, Sometimes it's easy for us to get blinded by the beginning of football season Rugby that we Cup. forget that some golf and some volleyball is also playing some action so we got some cool stories about that as well yeah for sure
0: Austin P. taking care of business this weekend Tennessee um, not so much there's a lot of problems and I'm going to uh, talk about it and eat a big, big old pile of crow too uh, yeah. so let's get <laughs> right into it talking uh high school football we can kick it off with
2: a uh, player of the week uh coming out of Rossview. this guy's a stud michael colin so Rossview you tied him. colin michael has been named clarksville now player of the week based off his performance on september 8th which including racking up more than 150 receiving yards 150 receiving
1: yards what dude was 154 like? 154 yeah 154 and he had two touchdowns that night He was incredible that night, and then he went up against Northeast this past Friday. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I don't have the actual stats on him, but he was all over the field. Him and wide receiver Brody Prairie are a very unique duo for the Rossview Hawks. When I say that they can be anywhere and everywhere, I really do mean that, because not only is Colin a tight end, the Hawks also use him on those outside lines, and they push him to the corners, or at least they did against Northeast, and it worked fairly well. It pulled a lot of their linebackers to the lines, which opened Brody Prairie up. It was awesome to watch them play.
0: Is he he the Travis Kelsey of Clarksville football? (laughs) I mean, maybe. If he can
2: move that well, I'll tell you what. I think you know. Whenever you, especially in high school sports, if you have a tight end that can really help you stretch the field, it's going to make a huge difference because those defenses are so concerned about the playmaking wide receivers because more often than not, they're the best players on the team, and they're at right. running back as well.
1: Well, it's also weird because I feel like in high school, and this is to nothing against any of the players in yeah. Clarksville Montgomery County, but. You know, you're in high school, underdeveloped. It's yeah. weird to find a tight end that fits a tight end well. Yeah. Usually, I feel like sometimes you're either going to find a nice-fitting wide receiver or you're going to find an additional lineman yeah. for uh, the line, offensive line. He does it perfectly. Yeah. He is a perfect substitution in for that tight end position. He can get you those small little routes up, curl routes, or push him on the side, give him a post.
2: Got you. I mean, again... Looking back at last week, he basically all of his yardage came from that. Uh, So up to that point, this up to that point last week in the season, Michael had compiled eight receptions for 181 yards. So 150 of that yardage came from week three game or week four rather. Yeah, week four. So I mean, it's he had his breakout game. And now he's just continuing to build off that, like you said, Jeff.
1: Yeah, and I think the Hawks are going to move in that direction of just using Brody Prairie and Michael Collins. I mean, looking at, we can get into the district standings here in a minute, but look at what Rossview has been doing. They have not given up a point in the
0: last three games. With 102 to nothing. And, and they're
1: 3-0 and 0 right now in the district,
2: right? Right, 3-0 in the district. We that can, is incredible.
0: 102 to nothing. They In the last four games, 130 to 14 yeah. points, four points loud uh, yeah, no, Rossview currently uh, tied for first uh, with – well, actually, they're – Sitting in first because they're three and o in the district. Everyone else is two and O or two and one. If right. we're going
2: by total wins, right. that's one thing I look at more than often than not because they we, they don't have the same number of games played in the district. Right. Right. If, right.
0: If we're going by total wins, then I mean Rossi's three and two total wins. Yeah. After those first two games, but district standings are king in this. Um, yeah. Rossi currently sitting atop top with Dixon County uh, two and 0 in the district, Clarksville two and o in the district, Kirkwood suffering their first loss, first um, program
2: loss of all time ever
0: against uh, a very strong Dixon County team yeah. uh, 42 yeah. to 12 uh yeah, hey like they're gonna take loss eventually so yeah. like that's not it's something that it.
1: we uh, I mean we let's be honest here nobody expected them to be in the position that they're in now yeah. uh, and the fact that they are is incredible yeah. especially I mean, with such a young team
2: at the same time I think we even said before any games were played we would not be surprised if Kirkwood really came out guns blazing and yeah. they have uh, I don't think we ever expected to this degree, especially, you know, scoring the amount of points that they have. And I think that's been the kicker. Winning
1: games is one thing. And you can kind of be like, wow, that's incredible. But the amount of points that Kirkwood is putting up on the, Offensive on the board. Offensive
2: efficiency.
1: Yeah, it, it's just incredible. Well, a Football IQ out of a team that, I mean, were the underdogs walking yeah. into this season. Well, and looking at this week, taking on Rossview. Rossview and
0: Kirkwood this Friday that would be seven p.m. A great uh, game. Is it, that's not our game of the week, is it?
1: No, our game of the week is going to be Henry County oh. as they visit Northeast the Patriots. Yeah, former state champions Henry County. It can be pretty nasty up there in Henry County. It's like <sighs> what?
0: But uh, no, the district looking pretty strong. I think. Um, really, the only. Um, I mean. The only teams that are kind of struggling right now, I guess uh, West Creek one and four uh, and then Kenwood Northwest and Northeast. Neither of those, none of those three teams uh, have secured a win this year, uh, which Northeast kind of surprising a little bit, just as we've seen the Eagles play the last like decade, just good football program. It's
1: kind of odd to see Northeast down the wind column yet. Yeah. Me and Christian talked about this a little bit today and how we were kind of shocked about how, The expectation for Northeast was for for them to have a pretty strong production year. And for some reason, we're seeing this in this weird
2: 0-5 situation. I think the thing about it is, you know, when you lose your quarterback who is a school record holder now in Jaden Tweak, and also Cameron Athey, he was a junior last year who moved to Arizona. So they lost their top two really playmakers on the offensive offensive end, and I think that's what's coming down to. Um, They're just struggling to move the ball, it seems like, score points, but, you know, it's just, I think at this point you just want to focus on building up the culture. Yeah. Especially, you know, their last head coach was let go uh, after one season. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think it's all about the culture at this point, and I think that's the priority with a lot of these programs. Just to take you by total wins now, Throughout the entire county, Clarksville High five and zero, Kirkwood four and one, like John mentioned, Rossview three and two, Fort Campbell Falcons two and three after coming off a huge win against Fort Knox.
1: Yeah, then that, that's huge for them. They have a tr- that's a trophy game for them. Yeah. They they did they do that every year, and so it's cool to see them win that game. Congratulations to Fort Campbell, big uh, trophy game for them.
2: Then we got West Creek at one and four, Clarksville Academy at one and four as well, which. Again, they lost a lot of offensive firepower. <laughs> they're start. They're seeing, you know, and again, Stedman Bell, first-year head coach, building that culture up like he's talked about with me. Uh, then Kenwood 0-5, Montgomery Central 0-5, Northeast and Northwest at 0-5. Um, you know, the thing about it is these teams are going to get win- wins. One of them yeah. has to. Uh, they play each other in the district when it comes down to Northeast, Northwest, and Kenwood. It's just going to be determining who gets it and who overpowers the other.
1: And it's going to get real interesting to see when those wins come, who's going to get the wins, like you said. But then on top of that, how it's going to affect the teams who are in those higher rankings as we get closer to the playoffs. Because that's going to get really in-depth about points here and there and who did this and who did that. And then you got to look at records and stuff like so. High school football playoffs can get really confusing when you get down to it, but hopefully as the season progresses, well both these all these teams will start uh, settling into their
2: positions. It's going to be you know the most positive takeaway from this. There's going to be a lot of Clarksville teams going on in the next round. Yeah, mm-hmm. at, le- well, uh, yeah. I, at least well at least Two, Two. Yeah. yes, correct. Dixon County is looking really good.
1: If Dixon County continues the way that they're going, they yeah. might them, and I think it'll definitely be them, Clarksville High. And then the bigger question is, will it be Rossview, Kirkwood, or any other which other Clarksville team it might be? That's well, it seems a like Rossy's
0: got it rolling defensively right now, and then what this is a on huge the, game and, this week.
1: Yeah, and what they're doing on the offense, this
0: is can, a huge game. This if they week, can shut down Kirkwood in the offensive flow that they have going over
2: there. I really don't think they can shut them out, so I don't think we'll see a fourth consecutive. If it, no. if they were able to shut well, out, Kirkwood's Kirkwood. giving up points too. Well, I know, but they're also scoring points more yeah. often than yeah. not. I think that we've seen them struggle on offense just this past week, and really, that's it.
0: I think this is more the game that if they Ross, you can if they can hold them to a like 21, 21 to twenty nine points.
2: And remember, everybody, John is biased when it comes to his Rossview Hawks. Two thousand ten, baby, let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
0: uh, no. Rep, Represent Yep Rossview Hawks Class of 2010 The original Warfield Shield winners uh, So when that oh game Comes goodness. up in November uh, That's gonna Are be gonna go? That's gonna be A game week Um, Yeah probably Are you go. gonna paint your body No I used to paint up though. Can I paint I your body Rossi- I was a flag runner At one point I was like uh, Were you we, really Yeah like we, I can believe that We ran uh The uh, flags that spelled out uh, Hawks or Rossview Or one of the two
1: My principal asked me To be in charge Of the student section One year And I was already, like, calling the game, like, broadcasting. And so I was like, no, I'm good, man. Like, I don't want to do
2: that. Oh, it's fun. I tried to, and I was, like, at the beginning of my senior year. And I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. Then I just left.
1: I I will say this. One game I did put on the Mount Juliet Bears mascot costume. Mascot costumes, man. That Mm -hmm. was, for some reason, the bear was actually... Not bad. It's a breathing issue. Like we have a bu- uh, we have a uh a Well, I don't like the big ones. Costume here.
2: Like Hey, uh, we you, we made get a fictional now mascot. Did you guys know that? No, I did not Is hear about a, we that. We don't have a suit. Though. It's going to be a news hound possibly. <gasps> Wait, we're getting a suit? Possibly. Ooh. I think like I'm the jumping cr- the gun maybe, like McGru- but you like, never know. Like
0: McGruff the Crime Dog kind of, but like Whoa. but
2: cooler. Cooler. But, but that's premature right talks and discussions. Right. Don't quote me on that to my boss, Chris Smith.
0: Mascot, mascot, mascot. <laughs> oh, Christian got stink. fired. Mas, mascot suits stink. They do. Um, I had to wear the Bucky the Beaver costume. I one can't time. breathe in that one. No, you can't. I had to wrestle uh, Turtle Man in that.
1: Oh my god, Turtle Man. Yeah, you
0: wrestled Turtle. You wrestled Man? Turtle Man. There's some videos on that. What? Well, he wrestled and then he uh, captured me at some points. So that's he, incredible. Like throughout the whole event, he would sneak up on me and then like. Grab my tail and then like start wrestling me. Yeah,
1: cool. I think he threw a chair at me. I one mean, time. yeah, no, it's it sounds hilarious and I would have loved to have seen it.
2: However, coming from the guy in the costume,
1: uh, yeah, I would have been oh, like, you're blind and trying to yeah, breathe. Yeah, <laughs> I, so no, not even a joke. I have asthma. They right. had me put the suit on within five minutes. I had to take that head off and use my inhaler because you can't breathe. You are just sucking in carbon dioxide. And next and thing sweat. you know, and next thing you know, you're about to pass out. <laughs> right. <clears throat> it was the worst experience. It's now not I feel fun. like I have
2: to wear it to oh, see what man. you guys are that talking about. Fun, Dude, I will, we will when
1: we are done, we can go
2: put <laughs> you in it. <laughs> that would that'll be the. The featured yeah. image on our article on Clarksville Now. That would be really cool. That would be really, <laughs> really cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, high school football
0: is uh, this is a very exciting district. We've said this every week. This is a very exciting district this year.
2: Incredible.
0: I'm happy to see. I'm very excited to see how this comes uh, in November. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, moving on um, out of the high school world, we'll get into college, kicking it off with Austin P. Uh, home opener against ETSU just Scotty Walden pulling no punches, 63 to 3 uh,
1: against
0: ETSU.
1: Man, do you guys think Austin P Is maybe it, came into the ETSU game with a little bit of anger yeah. about people not giving them the credit of holding 30 points against Tennessee? I feel like a lot of people came out and said, like, oh, they were. Going easy in the first half—that's why they didn't score. And then they all this all other stuff, and I think they do too.
2: Especially, you gotta think about this. I bet Tennessee was ready to—you know—the plan was to put their second-string players in third, fourth quarter. Oh,
0: we'll get in, we'll we'll get into that.
2: And then they? They all played the whole game, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. I uh, mean, right there says it all. You're playing against the best of the best on the Tennessee Volunteers. That and says they let enough. out some, and they let out some. Anger. Questionably, the well, best is, but still, nonetheless, it's Tennessee yeah, against Austin. like exactly. Austin. He played a 30 game. Thirty points.
1: We're talking yeah, about yeah absolutely. Tennessee coming
2: off the best offensive season maybe in their history. Yeah, am, am I am I right there, John? Uh one of the best. One of the best. Yeah,
0: and then uh, the drop off is a lot. Uh, more than I would like. Uh, we are going to get into that a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, Tennessee
2: in a second. Yeah. travel. Well, let's East, focus but, on
0: Austin P. Though. Yeah, but East Taking Tennessee business against East Tennessee. The Lillo 37 for 46, 441 yards, five touchdowns, spreading the love. Eleven players on Austin P's Damn. roster caught passes. Program record. Five by different Mike players caught touchdowns. That's
2: incredible. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it right on the head. Anger. Yeah. They came into the game with anger. It was I think it had been building up for the past two weeks. Because I know they they probably expected more from themselves against Southern Illinois. Right. Than and then to come they come out play amazing against the Tennessee yep. volunteers. They're bit. ready to smack someone in the mouth. Ah,
1: yeah. Smack them in the mouth. Get that pitch in there. Yeah. And they did.
2: The they Buccaneers did. got Rocked.
1: Absolutely
2: demolished. And the run rushing Oh, passing yeah. game, then defensively. Very well balanced.
1: You can't look at that. The only thing that would have been more embarrassing is if it was a shutout. Yeah. And they were only a field goal away from that <laughs> happening. I mean, like, that's insane. 63. 63. What 63 did Portland point, put how many up week one? Is that? That's uh. What did Portland put up week one? 80 something?
2: Something like that, yeah.
1: Man, what are we doing? That's, like, nine, that's, t- just that's
2: nine touchdowns, right?
1: Nine touchdowns, something like that.
2: I think they got their frustration out of their system. I think they're back to playing really good football. And I was telling Jeff this, I could see them winning out at this point. It's going to be Stephen uh, F. F. Austin Austin this week. Yeah,
1: they're traveling to Nacogdoches, Texas. Say that three times fast. ah, I couldn't. Trust I mean, me, <laughs> I couldn't.
0: Uh, yeah, no, no, no. The governors definitely took care of business. C.J. Evans Jr. with uh, 102 yards on 14 carries. Jackson had 48 on 11. I'll and t- we should that's huge. go ahead.
2: That, I mean, that is huge for their offense because they've been struggling back yeah. back weeks with the rushing attack. Exactly what getting I was getting that bring flowing. Up. I mean, the we've sky's missed it. Limit.
1: We've missed it the past two yes. weeks. They just could not get it to start flowing. You can excuse the Tennessee game. I yeah. mean it's Tennessee's defense. You're already going up against a powerhouse, so I mean, it is what that yeah. is. But Saluki's everybody I think expected more. Are the
0: Saluki's the best team on the planet, like maybe.
2: I don't yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I, I just don't understand how they scored forty nine points to be honest. I
1: think and that's what I think everybody is kind of. I know like think they came out flat? A like maybe maybe just came out a little bit flat footed or
2: Yeah, I really do think that's what it was. I would love to see them play again at some point. You yeah. Know what, you know and it's I mean? not
1: like we could turn we couldn't turn on ESPN plus and watch it but we'd rather watch other
2: sports yeah
0: right um yeah receiving was pretty receiving was pretty
2: good though I mean what Trey Goodman do
0: uh Goodman was 2 for 29 but like if you look at Barnes had 7 for 121 they were probably
2: focused on Goodman Shackelford
0: uh 9 for 91 Singleton 3 for 74 and then Thomas 4 for 54 so you had
1: Shackelford got open a lot what was he uh 9 for 91 Ooh! See, had, like that's woo. nine, nine receptions, ninety-one yards.
2: That's a dog performance. Yeah. I think that against team just made
1: Well, you no or against well, East that was Tennessee. okay. okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had seven so players still, averaging I mean, still, ten. Don't get me wrong.
0: You had seven players averaging ten yards per pass. Man, that's like if it's spreading the love.
2: That's like, a you, winning formula. You
0: can't shut anybody down in that because that's the thing. Who are you going to guard?
2: Who who are you going to guard? You have to are guard gonna everybody. Gonna
0: who are you going to get? But no, uh, governors definitely took care of business. So. Uh, big clapping up for Scotty Waldman's voice. the boys. Hey, you love to
1: see
2: it. I love Bounce to see back, it. baby. That's uh, what I'm talking. One about. and
1: two now on the season for the governors. And I don't think
2: I think at any point we were like, well, week three, it's gonna. I don't know what to expect. I think we all expected them to take care of business this past week.
0: All right. Yeah. No. Um. Austin P. taking care of business, moving on. Uh, we can just skip over everything else and go to national news. I mean, it's, there's nothing really else to talk about. So.
1: Oh, I think there's something
0: I to talk about. I think there's
2: plenty of talk about. And yeah. actually, I think I'm going to disagree with what John has to say about the Tennessee Volunteers starting right. quarterback, so Joe let, Milton.
0: Let's get, let's get into it. Let me pull up my stats too so I can uh, just. Wait, before
1: we move on from Austin P., yeah austin p golf women's golf
2: right thank you Jeff. i yes. forgot to i thank i you, forgot Jeff. to bring
1: this up it as we were talking me. about transitioning right the show. I, was yeah. trying, I was trying to get out of i yeah. almost forgot to do this but austin p women's golf were down in hoover alabama this past week hoover high for uh, monday and tuesday they were playing at the hoover invitational and let's just say austin p coming out with number one spot Get in the dub yeah by 12 strokes wow yeah huge huge uh tournament for the governors um big shout out to maggie glass as well she shot a two under 70 today that nice assisted song. the governors so they are starting off pretty darn strong i would say so right. yeah so hopefully the governor's Just gonna have uh, off this. a huge season i mean last year we talked we talked about them quite a bit, actually, yeah. because they had, what was it, five top five finishes it, over right. their uh, seven tournaments that they had over the year, and then now starting this year off with a first, or with a, uh, no, yeah, this is their first tournament, so starting things off with a first place finish, huge thing for uh, women's golf at Austin P. so got to give them some credit this week as well. They're doing some big things. Absolutely. I'd
2: love
0: to Love see to, see it. to
1: see it. Hey, shout Wait, out Jessica is, Combs, this, head coach.
0: This is golf season, like this is perfect golf weather this season. is jeff golf season yes exactly
2: Nobody, like, yeah. not too Look, hot when you right. ask me
1: when you ask me to go play golf in the south this is what this is the type of weather you need more to be of asking a tennis
2: man in. myself but all right <laughs> all right all right hitting
1: the chords. we all can right. talk also <laughs> be tennis later uh coming this spring yeah there you go uh yeah moving
0: on to
1: now we can get into national i'll yeah. give you my grace on uh oh, really? moving it, on now
0: yeah we, we, we can skip no, we're going to college
2: jeff
1: oh that's right we have to talk about Tennessee yep and they're beautiful they they did a fantastic job against uh, no, against uh the Florida Gate oh that's right they
2: lost oh oh Tennessee
1: uh dropping their third game of the year twenty nine to
0: sixteen against uh the Florida Gators making Graham Mertz look like Brett Favre. shout uh, out
1: to the Florida Gators
2: ooh, 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 ooh. not really because we I think the I mean Kentucky really. Wildcats played them this week oh I hope Graham merch just lights you up. Are you going to no. be September mad if Kentucky 30th. comes
1: out with a win? What Are you going to be mad if Kentucky comes out with a win? No, Kentucky's actually had
2: pretty good success against Florida recently.
1: I know yeah. they have. What, we, what was we, the game last year?
2: So actually, I think we've beat them th- past three out of four times. Tennessee yeah. is cursed down mistaken. in the swamp, man.
0: It, it, just, like, it
2: doesn't matter. Well, we hadn't won in about 30 years, then that all changed a couple years ago when Benny Snell yeah. led the attack, right. and we took them down in Florida. Um, Mark I, Stoops just has that form in for them.
1: John, you know, uh, if I say the name James Wilhoyt, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a teacher at my high school. Yeah. Um, after, obviously after he graduated from Tennessee of punter fame, uh, Way James Wilhoyt, he kicked the winning field goal yeah. against Florida in Neyland all those years ago. Yeah. Um, How cool is family How, or whoa. kicking family. Yeah, kicking he, family. He is a, yeah, he is the a kid. Ho- F- Will
0: Hoyt took the kicking
1: family. Yes. Uh, uh, th- so James Will Hoyt became a high school teacher at Mount Julian High School. I don't know if he still is over there, but I remember... It was 06, I think, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, yeah, I think it was 06. It was 06. Um,
0: Will Hoyt kicks in... I think it was in extras.
1: But yeah, no, he was... It was so cool because I heard him tell the story one time and to my understanding... He was like, he was like, it was one of the coolest moments in my life. But it was also one of the moments in my life that I like. I can't fully remember. He was like, I just blacked out for a lot of it. Before Which, or after the game? Both. Like during? Uh, like he no? Like he kicked the ball and like I think out of just excitement, like he was just like.
2: I've heard. He was like, I just don't remember anything. I've heard so many athletes just speak on moments like that where it's the biggest moment of their life, and they just black out based off. Yeah. I think adrenaline. Then all kinds of different factors, serotonin pumping I mean, through yeah. their brain.
1: You're so excited, yeah. you're just pumped up, and you're like jumping up and down with your teammates and all that adrenaline. And next thing you know, you blink and you're in the car going home. Don't like. Blink. I think that's what it's
2: kind of like. It's just like what just um, happened. Yeah, yeah, but
0: um, yeah, Tennessee dropping to Florida, twenty-nine to sixteen. Uh,
2: Talk
1: a little bit about it. Give me some stats so on this.
0: I, I'll, I'll break down. Let me let me pull up Florida stats. tell me because what
1: Milton did cuz I didn't get a Trevor, chance. Trevor
0: Trevor Etienne 23 carries for 172 yards. That was one of the big problems. Uh the tackling uh Jamal uh Jamal Your rushing attack kid really. That to be dang. kicked off the team. Really. 1000% revoke his scholarship. Get him out of there. For, that's, that's how bad. He he's also the guy who put his fist up uh at the end after the end oh, of the game. Oh, that guy. Yeah.
1: That was one of the funniest. He's also the guy who, cliff who, who just seen. bumped
0: into Etienne. Uh, and let him run for like a seventy yard touchdown, oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was a, those two uh, clips he also got bad. cooked and um juked out by Graham Mertz, who pump faked him and then pointed to him um <laughs> Good Lord, yeah, 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 this guy, and I don't like attacking kids, but he's eighteen, right um Pro- probably <laughs> mm-hmm. uh Tennessee has a lot of problems. their defense looked absolutely. was this the final nail in the coffin for you? so this is. For me, there was a lot of problems with Tennessee, but my takeaway, and I think a lot of all fans, oh, it's like 50 50 at this point. The takeaway, and we said this, I said this last week. This is the game Joe Milton has to show up and show out for and show that he is the guy. He is not the guy. Uh, I will tell you right now, Joe Milton is not the guy. And I'll get into my argument about it. So here is what I got- went out of that Florida game. He did not look. Did not look good at all. Did not make good decisions. He was very confused. Coming out of the second half, they used two timeouts in their first drive. The first drive of the second half, they used two timeouts in their first drive. Uh, He looks like a statue there. He threw probably one of the worst picks that I've ever seen watching Tennessee football. Just a goose up in the air that came flying right down because he was getting tackled. And Instead of either throwing it away, hitting uh, Squirrel White that was wide open, or uh, just taking the sack like... A smart quarterback who has been in college football for six years at this program for three years. And uh, yeah, he just threw it up in the air and then just right to a Florida defender. So for me at this point, I, s- I have seen all I need to from Joe Milton. He is what he is. Nothing like I'm sure the guy is a good locker room leader. I'm sure he is a very nice person. But he is not the guy. He is what he is. He is what he was at Michigan. He is what he was at that first year that he came here, where Hypo made the mistake to start him over Hooker. Uh, and then he showed us what he was there before you got hurt. He's the same guy. If you're not if you don't have it by year six in your college career at your second school, third year in this program, you're not gonna get it. So where I am at. They are not going to win an SEC championship with Joe Melton. As bad as the SEC is right now, and some people want to be like, well, what if we went out? Or what if Georgia loses a handful of games? I, I mean, Georgia doesn't look great, but I... I here's a lot of what-ifs. Here, yeah. Here's the thing. Joe Milton's going to lose two or three more games the way he's playing. I very well see him losing two or three more games. So, where I'm at is, I would rather... I would rather have Nico. Um, Try that again. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Cool. That's definitely not it. But the number
2: uh, one recruit from which class
0: in the country of 2023? Yeah, 2023. Yeah. He is an eight million dollar man. Uh, let we are going to have him ideally for three years. So let's use him for all three years. Uh, let's get him quality SEC experience this year. Let him go through his mistakes and his growing pains. See real SEC defenses. Uh, and get that out of the way now. So next year, he's going to have all of that experience, and we have him for two years with a lot of good experience. And then he hopefully is the quarterback that we uh, that we think he's going to be, and we will know if he's not. Instead of just riding this carousel with Joe Milton, like the same thing we did with Jerry Garantano. It's the same thing. He'll throw a couple of sweet little deep passes and a couple of nice and show off that strong arm Just It's like the oohs and ahs thrown right in your face. But we know who he is behind the scenes, and he's going to show you that in the overall performance. And then people – I'll let you get into it, Christian. And then people throw out his stats. Well, you know, let's look. Joe Milton, 20 for 34, 287 yards and two touchdowns. I will say at least a third of those passes are gimme screens to the flat. They're gimme screens to the flat or the boundary, and it's automatic passes. Those are padded stats, and I don't care what anybody else says. Oh, look at the one he threw to squirrel white, a wide open squirrel white right down the thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's not the guy. It's Nico time. I am very much willing to to get, I don't want to say give up on this season. I would rather sacrifice two or three more losses with Nico than two or three more losses with Joe because Joe's gone at the end of the year. He does us no good. If we're not going to win an SEC championship or playoff berth, I don't see what the point is to what the grandstand on a nine and three season. Sorry, that's just, like, the standard has changed. Like, Tennessee was in potential playoff hunt last year. The standard has changed. We're not regressing and being satisfied with 8-4 and 9-3 and and seasons. I'm sorry, that's just, that's my thing.
2: I get that, especially coming off a year where you almost did make the playoffs, but... The best offense in the country. And also, I also want to say, I get where you're coming from with getting Nico his time. Especially, like you said, you'll only have him for about three seasons. Probably two. Actually,
0: Well he, I mean, he he's going to be here till he's a junior because he can't
2: go to the NFL till he's a junior. Point taken. OK, yeah. But still, I think I just don't agree because yeah, I mean, this is the thing, too, John, you were so high on Joe Milton coming in the season. I'm pretty sure I Grant think we, every Tennessee fan. Yeah, has, And I think we have think, on record that you said yeah, he's think, probably the most talented quarterback in so the country. I th-
0: I, we need to go check the records, too, because I know that I did. I was I was high on hope. For Joe Milton. Yeah. I was high on hopefulness that Joe Milton was going to be the good quarterback. And I think I said to the point too, it's like like Joe Milton's looking really good in practice. He's looking doing all the all the tangible things. I know the errors that he's had before. Um and I think I even said too, it's going to be a make or break. It's yeah. one of the other things between Joe and Milton. Like he is either going to be the bet well, like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, or he's going to be the same Joe Milton yeah. that he was.
2: And I, what I wanted to allude to was too. I don't think you can just put this solely on him the loss. No. At all. Cuz the thing about it is, their rushing attack really didn't get going till the second half. Is that correct, The too? offensive
0: line was not that great, Cooper Mays uh wind, did not wind up playing. Uh but here's the thing too, Christian. A good a good quarterback finds ways to win. Like that's the thing. A good quarterback finds ways to win. He is so immobile. He just stands there. Um and the play calling's not great either. I mean, like in certain certain situations, play calling is not great either. It's just he he can't make decisions. Like <laughs> yeah. mentally, it's
2: it's just it's just not there. There there well, I, is promise still, though, though. I'll let Jeff talk real
1: well. Quick I was just gonna say, you know, I'm not a big Tennessee fan, so I mean, I wasn't following too uh, aggressively with this game. But I will say this: looking around on Twitter, it did seem a lot of Vols fans were upset with Josh Heupel about some of the play calls. It looked like fans didn't understand. Um, some of the play choices do you john do you think that hypo is living up to the standards that a lot of people have him at being in what year three uh year yeah. three
0: right now so it's it is year uh it is year three for hold on one second yeah it is year three for josh hypo i'm trying to see um yeah no it is year three for josh hypo right now he ideally he's calling the plays the uh, new offensive coordinator after Alex Gullish left, he's in there, but like ideally it's still Josh Heupel's offense where it is, is they don't trust Nico uh, or no, not Nico. They don't trust Joe Milton. They're running plays. That is not like if they, if they trusted Joe Milton, they would throw more stuff that they would like on that too, where they have to throw over the middle. They have to throw slam passes, this and that. And he's still throwing balls 140 miles an hour. Like he's throwing hospital balls on certain things. Um, they don't trust him to run the offense that I think they truly want to run. That they ran with Hinden Hooker. That they can. That he can take off and run if he needs to. Run a bunch of uh, slants and uh, run a bunch of slashes. And sc- it's a bunch of screens. It's a bunch of
2: run- try to establish the run. Some screens and deep balls. That is it. So do you not think Joe Milton deserves one more you know opportunity against a real SEC opponent as well?
1: It was his first SEC opponent. No, this no, year. No, 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 no. Yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Like it's hard.
2: I feel like it's good it, teams pull. Good
0: teams pull the trigger quick. Look what Nick say. I mean, I know he got his job back, but look what he did to Jalen Millerose. I know it was against USF, but still, look what he did to Jalen Millerose. He did not play last game. Um, good teams don't stay on that carousel. Like good coaches, then like there's people calling for Josh Heupel. Yeah,
1: which actually, just that's just kind that's of. What,
0: my question. There was a drunk guy on one of the college shows. He was like, Yeah, let's get Cliff Kingsbury
2: in here. <laughs> oh my gosh. PC, that's my problem. I think Tennessee fans, and I'm not just looking at you, they jumped the gun. We're talking about. It. I'm not on the hype. I'm I was going to say, We're talking about a coach that almost made the freaking college football playoff right. last year, and they had a great opportunity to win if they got in there. there there's,
0: a, there's a comparison being like, Is Hinden Hooker to Josh Heupel? what Josh Dobbs was to Butch Jones.
2: Maybe, you and know, it, maybe I, they are, they were made for each of those systems when they right. were both were in. So college.
0: let's find a quarterback that can fit your system yeah. because Joe Milton can't, you can't have him run, you He can't run like Nico is quick. He's elusive. He, yeah. he can get out of the pocket and run and make those quick decisions like hooker did. Um, but where where I'm at too is you know a lot of people say let's you know want to give Joe some more chances, but you got South Carolina coming in to Neeland in two weeks, and are you really gonna want to uh, uh, like as we're, Graham Mertz carved up
2: your defense? Are you gonna let Spencer Rattler do that to you
0: two years in a row and put up sixty?
2: I'm sick of hearing about Spencer Rattler too, man. But he is the most overhyped still. But prospect. with that
0: second, what with that secondary that in that Tennessee has right now?
2: Whoa, you can't talk we're talking about a secondary that only gave up 166 passing yards. They were actually they, because they didn't need they, to. They were the bright spot. Hey, South Carolina. I, I, don't, I don't think
0: it was you. If you watched that game, it wasn't the bright spot. They gave up a, like every third down and long. They gave up. It, it was they were just playing like some sort of. They're playing zone defense and then just not letting him do anything. Like I'm deep just saying, field.
2: when you're looking at. The game.
0: Well, you don't have to when you're when the guys uh, when ETN rushes for almost two hundred yards. That's what I'm saying. Really, it comes
2: down to your rushing defense. That that was the thing that held you back this past game. I
0: think both things can be true. I think that they didn't have to throw it so much, but when they did throw it, they just cooked Tennessee. Yeah.
2: Um, just a lot of concerns from your part, then a lot of concerns. So, um, so do you want to make that bet that Kentucky beats you guys this year? Yet, or you (laughs) still you you still want to do that? Yeah, yeah, they
0: dropped 13 spots to 23. If oh my God, which your, I mean, understandable.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but I it's just still did. the Florida Gators in the swamp. I don't. I what didn't I, do, expect what I don't to want to do.
0: Points. So what I don't want to do too is get Joe Milton's confidence up in this game, and then them just keep riding that carousel for three or four more games. Like that, that's where I'm at. At the point is like you know he's not the guy. You know he is not going to be. It's a like championship Justin quarterback.
2: Fields with the Chicago Bears. Correct.
0: You know he is not going to be a championship Ouch. quarterback. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, I feel like the Bears have spent way more money. <laughs> so let's go get. The, let's go ahead and get the ball rolling. I told Christian and Jeff this earlier. I'm as a Tennessee fan. I will be. Very delusional and like ready to like hype the balls up as much as ever. But I'm also sitting there with until the second week of the season. <laughs> yeah. I no no third week. Third sorry. Third week. I, I'm always going to hype the balls up and like give them the benefit of the doubt until they don't. Because I'm always sitting with a canteen full of gas and a box of matches right beside me oh to put it down. I am willing to do it. No, I'm just. I am ready. Um I'm ready to move on from Joe Milton. Um uh, Michigan fans were right. Um mm-hmm. they they were right. They were absolutely right. Joe Milton has all of Did the Did he come
1: from t- Michigan or Michigan State?
0: Michigan. Michigan. So um, he was out there with Jim Harbaugh. The the I don't know if I said this on the last one. Joe Milton, he is the guy who has all the fancy tools, uh but sh- shoots a nail gun through his hand. Uh just you can't yeah. use them right
1: like th- th- it is what it is you know I think from the clips that I saw from Joe Milton against the Florida Gators again we talk, we we've already talked about this is it's just that stiffness he doesn't want to move he doesn't want to get out of the pocket he doesn't want to move up in the pocket he just wants to stand there and throw it wherever that either it's either it's a quick slant whether it's a quick little screen whether Indecisive. it's a deep ball right yeah but I don't think he knows how to lead an offense. I don't think he necessarily knows how to call plays himself. Like, I don't think he realizes where he needs to be. How to be he, a
2: field manager. He, he yeah, was,
1: he, dude, him and Cooper Mays were barking. He, he was barking at Cooper Mays on the sideline because
0: Cooper Cooper didn't play that game. Right. And you, there, there's a clip where he was like getting at Cooper Mays or whatever. I don't know if he was telling him, he's like, you should be in there or whatever. That's when you know it's like,
2: okay. I, I, I'm not things. too high on the Joe Milton hate. I think he deserves a couple more games. Yeah, of course I'll, you do. I'll say this at the same of time. Of course you do. He should have kept his mouth shut going into the swamp. Oh, didn't he guarantee a win? No,
0: he says, I don't lose in Florida, and I don't know if that was because he played in Florida before or high school. or. I think
2: he played in high school. Yeah. and Well, he that's lost why he in said Florida. It. I was going to say, that's, you don't add fuel to the fire, though.
1: That was crazy. We just had a bottle drop on the desk and I caught it somewhat
2: a lamp not really not really crazy
1: we got ghosts in the studio but
2: well I think we really do but that's Um, besides the point spooky spooky happy Halloween
0: happy Halloween uh, Halloween. no no, uh, that's where I'm at on Tennessee football right now I am kind of over it Uh, now (sighs) I don't even want to say it's like if they ran the table, yeah, I'd be happy because that would be Tennessee would be in the SEC championship and competing for a title.
2: But that's not going to happen. You said it so sad. Yeah, I'll be happy, I guess. Well,
0: because I know that if it even is like if we if we play well, like say we win four games in a row or five games in a row, that just means that like Joe Milton's going to have to play those tough games against like yeah. Bama, Georgia, and even Kentucky. I mean, like Kentucky, I don't think is that great, but okay. I really don't. You, you can't say that they're not that great, are you? Uh,
2: I mean, their defense is year in and year out pretty top quality yeah. in the SEC, period. I'll go that with Liam Cohen back running the offense with Drew Leary, who's shown huge improvement over the past two huge. weeks.
1: Huge improvement.
2: Uh, So, I wouldn't say they're not good. Okay. All but right. Better than average, How, how would you John. describe the Tennessee Volunteers, Not John? good. Okay. Not good right now, Bob. Not good, Bob. Good. Not good. I don't think you you like Kentucky football, period. I think you're kind of... Well, it's a rivalry. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, it's a
0: rivalry. Tennessee and Kentucky fans I do hope, not like each other. I
2: hope... Just I like li- you. I, I hope just like this past week that you get humbled by the Kentucky Wildcats. Meow. Get humbled by the Kentucky Wildcats. Just like in basketball. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Is
1: Tennessee a basketball or a football school? Uh, oh, they're baseball, a little bit of neither. What do you say?
2: Baseball. Oh. Which is so true. I mean,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is true. Right now, anyway. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Tennessee has had eras. They've had a basketball era for both men's and women's. And yeah. then they had the football era. And then now they're having a baseball era. Baseball is looking incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony They'll just and boys. Better. Tony, V, and the boys. I can't Got wait it. to talk about that when we get to the spring. All
2: right, I'm over talking right. about Tennessee. Yeah, let's yeah, let's, let's, let's get, the national. get
0: into the national news.
1: We'll start it off the with cool some stuff. very happy
0: stuff. Adam Wainwright getting his 200th win in uh, one of the last games that he will ever pitch.
2: It took 140 games. Uh, what? I think there's only like 20 games left in the season. He's one of three Cardinals to third 200 wins. Man. How many times do you think he
1: had to ask before they said yes <laughs> what to letting mean? him go start? <laughs>
2: Uh, hey, can I start this week? No, 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 no absolutely no. not.
1: Hey, can I start? this <laughs> Don't put disrespect. N- n- no, don't, don't do that. No, you're not don't, starting. Don't this do week. that. Hey, hey can I start he's, this week?
2: Don't put disrespect. I'll, on He's one of the best pitchers of all time, he Hall but Hall he's famous. also been oh, one yeah, of the worst Hall pitchers Hall of, of the season. Yeah, if he's, not the worst.
1: It
0: was a it was a rough season. I don't think he's a first ballot. There was probably six or seven games where he should have probably won, but did not get any run support, or they blew games, or like people who came in after him blew games.
2: At this point, like I thought they should have just moved him to the bullpen at the beginning of the year because clearly he's just not the same guy he would never do it nevertheless he's got it if you asked him to throw three hard innings out of the pen yeah yeah. i think he
1: could do it very easily easily he would be like yeah sure let's do that we're
2: talking five six seven innings he just doesn't have he can't do it stanima it's not there anymore Stanima? stanima stanima you've never heard that no stamina whatever (laughs) talking's (laughs)
0: hard okay words are hard he's a writer Uh, not a broadcaster big ups (laughs) for adam wainwright
1: though uh it was awesome he's one of the nicest guys drafted atlanta brave he was awesome he's a great pitcher we're all very happy for him for getting that 200th it's just nearly 20 years in the league or actually probably about 20 years
2: did you drink a beer too
0: i didn't do that i'm I'm sober
2: oh i remember remember. yes you drink some sweet tea to that
0: Uh, a nice uh aquapana water Ooh, Ooh a little fizz in there oh nice. little, little San Pellegrino get oh some fizz God. in
2: there okay, fancy um oh you fancy huh so
0: yeah, moving on, do we want to go ahead and talk about our teams? Which one of you wants to start because I'm going last
1: I'll, I'll start I went last last week because Dallas won. I mean there's Dallas... not much to
0: talk about with the Dallas
1: Cowboys outside of like just like state I mean, facts look Cowboys won. we have probably one of the best defenses in the league right now, Micah Parsons on steroids. Uh,
2: Micah Parsons. He also did play the Jets and Giants, so it's
1: insane. Yeah. You can say that, but the Jets' defense is a legitimate
2: defense. I know, I know they are. Um,
0: he's too. He's got too much energy. Something's off, man.
1: <laughs> he's got <laughs> something like that. He's
2: just a different breed.
1: He's insane.
2: Yeah, he's he's got the quickest release. I mean, coming, for an edge rusher
1: coming off of the ball, you just don't even understand how fast he yeah. moves. Yeah. And somebody was talking about it earlier. It was one of the main ESPN shows. I want to say. It might have been a Fox show. It might have been Colin Coward. But um, yeah, I know. (laughs) But he was talking about how how incredible the Dallas defense coordinator Dan Quinn has done with him with Micah because they move him around so much. And that's how a lot of these offenses don't know how to take care of him and don't know how to stop him is because they don't know where he's going to be coming from. He can line up anywhere against you. He can sit there in the linebacker position. He can come up to the line. He can go out to your wide sets. He's everywhere, and that's how a lot of these teams are struggling with him, and that's what I love about Micah Parsons being on the Cowboys defense, because if you don't know where he's coming from, and let's say you do end up stopping him, you then have to worry about some other players, like Demarcus Lawrence, who is just a tank of a person barreling down at your quarterback. I think Garrett Wilson got a taste of Demarcus Lawrence a couple of times last week, but Dallas wins it, uh, what was it, 30-10, to 10, yeah. I think, against the Jets. I was very pleased with the performance. Um, of course, everybody you know is looking at Dak Prescott. Still didn't see some incredible things out of him. The Jets but, defense
2: is nice, though. But the
1: Jets defense part. is nice. And on top of that, he still did very well. I think he threw for over 200 yards, had two touchdowns as well. Making Sauce Gardner delete his Twitter. Yeah, poor guy, dude. That guy <laughs> got destroyed. And C.D., Oh my gosh! CD came out onto the field after the game, and they caught him on a mic moment. And uh, CD looked at Sauce Gardner and was like, "Man, you gotta learn how to catch!" And like, <laughs> dabbed him up. It was a nice moment between the two. But you were like, "Sheesh, man!" I like, chill right out. after they, the game, they just lost. I Like, man, <laughs> ee, I'd be mad. I was like, but, "But, no." I loved. I loved this past weekend watching the Cowboys. They did a fantastic job. Very much looking forward to next week. I don't even know who they're playing on. To be honest with you, I haven't even looked at it yet. But, um. As a Cowboys fan, I also know that um,
2: who knows what's next.
1: It's only one week away. Yeah. <laughs> like it's. Only- <laughs> oh, 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 I think I told you this Monday. Uh, who does Dallas? Get? Dallas, I think, has the Cardinals this upcoming Saturday. Oh, that would
0: be perfect, Josh. Air Dobbs, you know, like Jeff. Okay, this is what I gotta ask you, Jeff. What's up? And I think I asked you Monday. Yeah, what, Cowboys Cardinals. What is huh. the game that it happens? that it happens that, oh, that the, it happens that here. the Cowboys uh, com- uh crumble cuz we know it's going to mm-hmm. happen
1: All we right, just don't so know
0: when it's okay
1: okay happen. no 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 it's actually so look Cowboys are currently 2 and 0 on the season right I think we'll go 3 and 0 against the Cardinals uh-huh. I'd hope so we'll go 4 and 0 against the Patriots oh that could happen there the 49ers could there. the 49ers
2: you guys are going to get... I
1: mean uh, I think we'll lose to the 49ers we'll no win against the Chargers them. and actually I think Ooh. the Cowboys 49ers no one, will be no a way, close game. No one. I'm going to go them. ahead and call it. Cowboys 49 is going to be a close game within a field goal to a touchdown. You've got a Cowboys, tough
2: stretch from week five to week nine.
1: Yeah, Cowboys against Chargers. I think that'll be another great game. Again, I'm going to put Cowboys on top of this one, putting us at six and one on the season. Going up against the Rams.
2: That, I don't know. You never know, especially. This, I don't know. This yeah, Rams team is completely different. Yeah.
1: Rams. I don't know. Cowboys. Eagles. I'm going to go ahead and say Cowboys win that one by seven.
2: At at Philadelphia. At
1: Philadelphia. Win it by a touchdown. Beat the Giants again this year. They're going to sweep them once again. I couldn't tell you about the Panthers. If you're going to ask me which game the Cowboys are going to completely crumble on, if they're going to actually crumble. It's probably the 49ers. I think it's either. Well, no. I don't think it's going to be against the 49ers. If you want a game that the Cowboys are going to crumble on, it's going to be that Seahawks game on November 30th.
0: Oh, you're, you're telling me like that they're going to lose or that
1: they're going to crumble. Like they're going to crumble gonna as in like as in like. So here's the thing. You think there's a difference a between losing a game and close crumbling. and crumbling? Crumbling. You're going to see the Seahawks somehow tear the Cowboys apart.
0: <laughs> I think what I'm more asking is is like when is it going to be where they're like, oh my gosh, like this is the deck we know. Oh my gosh, this is the. That's like, what I'm telling you. Micah Seahawks. Parsons could. Uh, gosh, the Cowboys, man. Like, how do you? How do you not get it
2: together? Now,
1: when the Eagles play at the Cowboys, I could also see that happening there. And
2: don't sleep on the Lions. Uh, week, I'll sleep on 17. the Lions. I'll
1: sleep on the Lions. I'm
2: gonna, we're going to come back to this. Mark it down. He yeah. said we're, they're going to sleep on the Lions. I can almost guarantee the Lions win. Uh, no, I'm feeling good. You know, honestly... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, thing, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling good.
1: Um, the biggest thing is that... You have to. um, The biggest thing for me is obviously the NFC East. I just need us to win those games. And right now, I think Dallas is the best NFC East team right now.
2: You don't think Philadelphia?
1: I I think they're great. I think they're a great football team, but I think the Cowboys are better. It's
2: been weird. Like, these first two weeks have been so weird, man. Like, that's hard for me. I don't know if I can agree with that, but. That's fine. You don't have to agree with that. They're totally two of the best teams in the NFC, period. So it doesn't even matter. That division. It, especially with Washington actually making some progress.
0: Well, Dallas, Dallas is 12 and a half point favorites against the Cardinals this weekend, I which is the, a lot of
1: points. Which and yeah. then you see and here's the thing, it's always the games that you think the Cowboys are going to definitely win. Those are always the games that the Cowboys somehow yeah. find a way to lose. That's the Steelers So this too, could so also, I get also that. be this could also be the game that we see Dak Prescott crumble and throw his five interceptions. <laughs> uh, after his promise of not throwing ten this year, I don't know why he said that. I,
2: why would you ever say that? That's the
1: dumbest thing ever, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's going to get interesting this season. Um, I, you know, if if they do crumble, what it's going to look like? It's going to look like a bunch of pass. Pa- bah, 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 bah. If we do crumble, the Dallas Cowboys. The problem is going to be in the secondary of the defense. Yeah. It's not going to be Micah Parsons. It's going to be a pass issue, pass breakup issue. Trayvon Diggs is not going to be able to find the ball, stuff like that. That's what's going to be the big crumble for the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe you'll see a couple of fumbles as well. Um, I think Dak Prescott is very, very determined to not throw an interception.
2: So I think, I think that p- may play against him if he's so well, focused on it. You know what maybe,
1: I mean? Maybe, but then it also makes me feel like he's not going to take some risky throws, which I like that idea. That idea comes better when you have quarterbacks who can't throw it like Brett Favre. Yeah. <laughs> which Dak Prescott can throw it, kind of like Brett Favre. So if you can maybe do it if you if, if it's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's not one like, on one. And that goes back to quarterbacks two. quarterbacks make games, right? Yep. They they find ways to win. Being able to throw into tight situations—that's a skill that most quarterbacks need to have. Yeah, I don't think Dan Prescott has it right now to do that. I think that he doesn't trust himself to do that. So that's what I mean by when he might be a little bit more protective of throwing the more dangerous balls. I got you. Um, he doesn't need to
0: right now,
2: I guess, and that's true too. Especially, he has, again, well, he
1: has, and Brandon Cooks is going to be back for the, the Cardinals Pollard and Tony Pollard running the ball.
2: A stud, and I think
1: you and I talked about Tony Deuce Pollard Vaughn being able to play the slot position as well. And Deuce Vaughn is Hex, insane. Wait, Deuce Vaughn is about to be an insane player And I don't know if Dallas is going to hold on to him They're going to have two backs have like they, should, they should do a two back set Where are they going to get the money yeah.
2: They're giving everything to Dak They're going to they're give everything he's going
1: to get paid unless he walks Look Dak's going to get paid Because Jerry and Dak love each other yeah. Tony Pollard's going to get paid
2: Maybe Where's the money from though
1: Exactly, that's just the thing. You have money for you have money for, da- you have money for Dak, you have money for Dak, you have money for Tony, and you have money for Micah
2: and Zach. Par- and Zach Martin just got paid. And Zach Micah.
1: Martin, well, Zach. I think they restructured. I don't think he got paid, but he got
2: I, paid pretty good. He
1: probably got a boost in his pay. Yeah. But then on top of that, you got to find money for Demarcus Lawrence,
2: CD Lamb, CD, C.D. Lamb.
1: Said, I mean, all these other guys. I'm just and if i if you eyeballing too much talent, I can almost. already eye-balling tell you for the picking. I can already tell you, Dallas is going to end this season, and they are going to get rid of two of their great receivers. It's going to be. It probably won't be C.D. Lamb, it'll be Brandon Cooks, and it'll be Michael Gallup. And they're going to make room for the defensive side because they feel like they can go buy wide receiver talent. Or draft. Or draft wide receiver talent. Which I don't hate. They keep C.D. Lamb because he's number 88, and 88 is a legacy number for the Dallas Cowboys. You've to keep Micah. You have to keep Micah. Yeah. The fan base would go crazy if he got rid of Micah. You have to
2: sign him to like a 10-year deal already, to be What if Micah wanted to
1: test
0: the free agency
1: market?
2: He does love Philadelphia. <laughs> oh. He's got to send a text. He's been very open about his love for Philadelphia. But as should we go ahead and transition? Yes, to transition my, to the because I have a Steelers. lot of thoughts too on mine. Uh, I think it's really frustrating to see year in and year out. Mike Tomlin trying to overcome the opponent, then also his offense and mediocre, their woes. Mediocre Mike. It feels like it's... Mediocre a, Mike. You can say that, but at the same time, what he does on the defensive end, his defensive knowledge, I mean, it brings so much to the table. And that's why we're consistent. I mean,
0: where are they at right now, record-wise? One and one. What did I say? He's uh, going to get him to 500 or more.
2: I mean, that's Just very true. Just 500. Might but keep him at 500 all year long. The thing is, our defense outscored our offense. And... Matt Canada, I, I don't care if it's week two, week one, week He's three. So they need to that, let him go. That your third fan down
0: base. play, that third down
1: play in the fourth quarter. Oh. oh my gosh, dude, that I have never seen. You gotta get a fire to fire your cute. coach, channel. Yes. I mean, we're pushing. I down saw a the video field. of it. It was
2: so bad. We're pushing down the field. It was he one, calls
0: one yard. Yeah, and you try to run a a, a Kenny Pickett read yeah. option to the right. Yeah,
2: and then we were. I think it was the third quarter we were driving, our rushing attack was actually moving the ball. Najee Harris was actually able to find space. You know what he does? Two back-to-back bull crap play calls. He calls a wide receiver reverse, loss of probably five yards, and like Calvin Austin, amazing speed, but he he just didn't have the edge. There was just no way around it. Then that third down play call was just as atrocious. I mean, I don't understand how... You can get that cute. Just run the dang ball. That's what it's. Run that's the what dang ball. That's what Pittsburgh Steelers offense is all about. And run it. And Kenny Pickett. Put your hand on the ball and run the darn ball. You're seeing some serious regression with Kenny Pickett because of Matt Canada too. You can see it. Well, I mean, from last the end of last season. You know my
0: gambling gripe. Pat Fryermuth got one target. One the the whole tight end your six foot seven tight end gets one target, bro. I didn't even see him on the field that much. One no, they they targeted their tight ends one time that entire game. You have two good tight ends, and then one of them.
2: And I'll, I I want to give credit to the Browns defense because they have picked it up from the past two weeks of where where they were in the 2022 season. Yeah,
1: the Browns Seriously. defense
2: was they sh- they held Joe Burrow
1: that second to half. Plus ten points. The second half, Joe Burrow. Uh, the second half against Steelers. The Browns' defense looked good. Yeah. When they first came out, they stopped uh, They stopped Kenny Pickett. I think they had like two back-to-back three outs or
2: something like that. Which is, I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised either. They the just looked calling. good. The play calling. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, that. I mean that's just tough. But, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, Steelers' defense won that game. TJ Watt. Alex Highsmith was actually awarded Player of the Week How many for the he, AFC. He's not on a rookie contract. He, he just signed a huge extension. Yeah. This past offseason, coming out of Charlotte, I know we talked about yeah. that Who? a little bit. Uh, he was a Charlotte TJ. product, Alex Highsmith. No, I'm talking about TJ. What, like, oh. what deal is he on? He's not, He's 20. No. He actually broke the Steelers' all-time sacks record, too.
0: Why do I feel like he's like...
2: He's 28. Yeah, that's what, I don't know why. And he has 82 career sacks. He's how old? 28. What? And that's he broke older. the record. That's older than what I thought he was. He broke the record. Um, James, You know how old James Harrison was? 35. Yeah, he was like 30, late 30s. Mm-hmm. To do this at this point in history when we have had the amount of talented pass rushers in Steelers history is incredible. Yeah. You know, the
1: the the talk I feel like around the league for defensive players right now is TJ Watt and Micah Parsons. Yeah. Those are kind of the
2: two big players. People act like Miles Garrett's on the same level, but he's... Nowhere near,
1: he's, in he's my a, opinion. He's a talented
2: like, player, top it, tier. Yeah, absolutely. But he's not near either of them. Yeah, no. If you look at the comparison between... Those two than Miles? There's nobody in this league who gets off the
1: line faster than those two guys or who can time a snap better than those two guys. Micah Parson knows exactly where to be at. He knows the offensive lines. It is insane to watch both of them play. I was watching the Steelers game and TJ, he, Micah does this cool thing where he'll barrel through. Yeah. T.J. is elusive. He's TJ, kind of an artist. TJ, do you see
0: that move on the, well, move the yeah, Micah does on move. Parsons? Especially? Micah does
1: move as well. But T.J. Watt...
2: He's it's, nearly, it's not like he's the fastest. Yeah,
1: no. But T.J. Watt, he gets a great jump off the line, and he swims. And when I say swims, is he uses his arms, he gets underneath the offensive line, and he does it so well that he looks ten times faster than what he is. Yeah. And that's what makes T.J. Watt so good.
2: And he's elusive, man. And he's strong. You, you nailed and he can,
1: it. And he... And he, and he and if he grabs your quarterback, quarterback's going down. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. He's much like... it. He, he's smaller than his brother, yeah. JJ, right? By a lot. By a ton. By a ton. Um, But he's just as good, if not maybe better. I
2: think you can start making the case that TJ Watt has been I, better up to I think it's this the conversation. Because the thing is... Well, TJ
1: Watt's also a linebacker. JJ Watt was a defensive end.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. And that's... They still play both played as edge rushers. Yes. Not edge rushers, but rushers in general.
1: But they also, they both have two different sets. Yeah. Like TJ Watt's not sitting, or TJ Watt's not in a three point stance. Yeah. JJ was. And that, one, that slows down JJ just by a few fractions of a second. But I mean, that's a lot compared to the timing that we're talking about. But the main story that we're talking about is just TJ Watt and and Micah Parsons and the Steelers defense and the Cowboys Cowboys defense. defense. There's a ton of great defenses this year, but those two players on those two teams have outshone everyone so far.
2: And, you know, people bring this up to me all the time. They're going to be
1: the race for defensive player of the year. Yeah. And I think you and I talked about yeah, that before. That's, I,
2: that's what it's going to come down and
1: to. And you and I, being re- fans of the respected teams, we're both rooting
2: for it's the others. Isn't it's beautiful. It's kind that? of nice. It's beautiful. But I want to say this real quick, then we can jump off onto the Titans. Yep. Deshaun Watson, just he's not the oh, same so quarterback, bad. man. You think he's trying
0: to intentionally? Blow, like we joked about this the other day. I mean, he
2: it looked like he intentionally lost the game. He had two face mask penalties.
1: Uh, the one that he had, should, I don't know what you, I don't should know what penalty it, it, it is is like, yeah. but he should have been thrown out of the game. He shoved a ref. Shoved the ref after he slung a player by his face mask out of bounds. Yeah.
0: So if he gets fired, if he gets fired from his job, he's still
2: guaranteed that money.
1: Correct. What if there's he's no, no firing. firing him. <laughs> there's no firing for cause for a quarterback. So no. Here's
2: the unless thing. it's like I mean, criminal conduct.
1: Him. I mean, you can bench
2: him, right? Clearly, they aren't. They don't care about his criminal conduct, though. Which is so awful. Oh, but exactly. you paid him. But you yeah. paid him. Uh,
1: he settled all of that. He settled all of them. Apparently, doesn't mean guilt.
0: Right? It Doesn't so. mean We're guilt. We're fair
1: here. It doesn't mean guilt, but, but it also doesn't mean innocence. Yep. Um. Ooh, he's bad is, he, uh, he's just so football bad. football wise the dude doesn't know doesn't look like he knows what he's doing no he literally we talked about kenny or we talked about joe milton looking stiff as a board deshaun watson was the same way i mean he moved a little bit and yeah he got to the outside a couple of times but i mean other than that it was the same story we've kind of been talking about pressure I mean, on pressure on pressure to the quarterback it's crazy though
0: it, it's so crazy because like he was doing, he was so elusive and so good down in te- Texas or in Houston. It was only like he only took what a year off, or was it two? A Do year. Do you think the team's not behind him? I don't know what it is. Like he's got all that guaranteed money, so uh, I mean, it'd be hard for
2: he me care? to play for a guy. Yeah, I mean that would be tough. I mean, too. Jimmy,
0: Jimmy Haslam teams always in Tennessee, balls, Cleveland Browns shaking hands. Maybe
2: they, they just love <laughs> finding ways to self implode. You know? Yeah, and, I'm correct. And I mean, I just don't well, understand how you can drop off. Everybody had great expectations. He struggled last year. We're talking about two back to back games where he passed for under 50% of his passes. <laughs> yeah. He completed fit less than 50%.
1: It's just the Browns are another team that's so inconsistent
2: just like the
1: Steelers <laughs> just like just like the Cowboys I will not be betting on them or maybe this is the perfect opportunity oh, okay. well John's already pledged to so, never bet on the Bears and apparently Bears, he Bears did it team, again Bears, the Bears,
0: the, no it was Bears team total overs uh, I didn't do that but here's here's my thought process was on Sunday because they got me by. I want to lose half, again they got me I by want they got me by a to half feel a, pain they got me by a and half lose a point. money they got me by a half a point on the first Sunday and then the second Sunday I was like John don't do it it's the same half point thing and then I was like my brain was saying, okay, John, smart brain, don't do it. But then I was like...
2: His body was telling no, him, yes. Dumb no, brain?
0: No. <laughs> no. Then, that one's more fun. No, but then I was like, hey, I'm going to outsmart my, my own brain because my brain's telling me to do this, but that would mean the smart move is to not do it and then go do it.
2: This title is going to be Hi, welcome Joe- to Gambling John. Anonymous. Uh, my <laughs> name is Jeff Matthews, which is not anonymous. <laughs> the title of this podcast, John's Betting Woes. Yeah. That's what oh, it's gonna be, going to be telling you right my, now. Going
1: against
0: my own, braids. I'm addicted to team total overs. I'm just. addicted I don't know to,
2: why. What I, you
0: like? You mean like literally the scoring overs? So like if uh, like the team total uh, for the Bears would be twenty and a half. The Bears score twenty one. I hit the bet, uh, and then I parlayed into and everything but, they but the, everything but the Bears. Bear, all the other ones hit, but the Bears. Why, why all the are you Bears? betting on the Bears? Because I think like I think
1: maybe I can beat Vegas. Well, you're wrong. I mean, if you're betting on like i don't even know like i mean why are you even, betting
2: on the worst franchise that's another one why don't you
1: just go bet on like
2: the because over, they're, they're under they're, so or money saying, line straight they're, money they're line, like
1: total
0: yardage they're over the, under they're are the, teams that could pro, could pop off at a second just for like one game and then they have such low team totals like they'll have like 17 and a half or uh like i think carolina had 17 and a half and they scored 17 and i didn't hit that either um
2: Again, why are you betting True. on? Uh, I would rather see two team. You,
1: I would rather see you. Value. I'd rather see you do like ten leg parlays every single week.
0: I've hit some good of ones. just <laughs>
1: single anytime scorer. No,
0: or like was, or I, money
2: I, I line. Hate, I
1: hate anytime or money line down. or over under for yardage. Anything. I bet Michael Thomas. Other than down two do you, you do some score. research before making? Yes, uh, my
0: bets are not. But he's, he's like, my nah, bet. dude,
1: straight gut no, feeling. You, you've
0: seen my bets, and they are very complex and some of them hit but they're not bad like they, a lot of them are just bad bets i've had like
2: i'm talking like bad bets. Do you look at like what teams they're playing and like Correct. seeing like yeah what positions they give up the most points or like yardage like rico, touchdowns ba- like, rico to. like rico
0: bosco I, I read the articles i read the articles man okay,
2: okay. i just want to make um, sure because they're,
0: they're just uh, they're bad beats they're all such bad beats by like just an inch like uh nick westbrook Aquine, <laughs> if he would have got two more yards i would have hit a plus like 1700 parlay
2: well, let's 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 go ahead and break down the Titans since you mentioned Westbrook. Right. The
0: Titans are back, baby. Um, is that what we're going to say? You yes.
2: just said they were going to literally go own 16 and get Caleb Williams last week.
0: I th- no, I said the way that they looked week 1, they're going to go own 16 and get Caleb <laughs> Williams. But back in uh the house that Steve McNair built, uh did, I don't form, formerly LP Field, okay. um now Nissan Stadium. It's about to get torn down. Uh, about to get torn down Sorry. for a uh, Very nice uh, I wish it was a dome though I really wish it was a dome instead Is it not? It's a
1: roof It's like Cowboys thing. Is it the retractable roof thing? I think,
0: yeah. Um. yeah <sighs> Yeah
1: Titans get the did, did you know I, I have to cut you off sure. here Because you brought it up That it, dome thing At the Cowboys Stadium As cool as it is Did you know it takes 24 hours For that thing yeah. to open or close They all do Like uh, yeah. In Houston it's the same thing like 24 the, hours It takes 24 hours So the Cowboys she, Had to postpone one of their games Because of a rain delay and everybody was like, you have a roof. Titans all oh, Close no. it. And Jerry Jones had to come out with a statement that was like, our dome can't close. Houston Astros. In thing. just minutes. Like, it takes 24 hours. Leave they, they it have The science <laughs> is not there yet. Science is not there yet. No, which is um, incredible. Yeah,
2: even though they, you know, have physics AI. is
1: there. Like we have the we have the technology for physics to work and yeah. like for it to happen.
2: The time management not so, but no. the
1: but the weight of the roof plus the hours. plus the <laughs> retractable. It's probably a weight uh, distribution thing. It's that, and then you also got to think about the battery that it takes to. Pull what, that what thing kind of bad, in and how many, out.
0: How many AA batteries do you think it takes? To <laughs> at least one, right? It's got to be...
1: 198. Dude, there's at least four bunnies running around on that roof.
0: <laughs> the Energizer bunny. But no, uh, roof technology. Titans. Sorry, I had to go on that yeah, right for Titans a second. Titans getting the win over the Chargers, 27 to 24. I mean, all this tells me is... Should it have been that close? Right, I mean here's what it tells me yes. is Titans Tra- are dogs. Chargers games are always close. It really tells me two things that's true too that's true Titan- too. Titans are dogs and Ryan Tannehill is obviously a better quarterback than Justin Herbert I mean it is okay. just what it is we've been saying this for months or at least a shout I
1: out to Justin it. Herbert though my boy got me uh, 19 fantasy points yeah well didn't get to you that dub yeah
0: uh, wait, I did get the
1: W this week. Thank you very let's much. Let's compare the He two. didn't get a W.
0: Let's compare. Hold on. Justin, Justin Herbert. 20, 27 for 41 for 305 yards. Uh, 20 for 24 uh, for 246 with one touchdown. And he had a rushing touchdown. You guys
2: would have lost, though. Let's bring this up. You would have lost with Austin Eckler playing. I, would we have? <laughs> I think uh, so. Defensive front's Look at their good. rushing attack. That's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. And... Uh, n- I would not say Ryan Tannehill outbattled Justin Herbert. What was Tannehill? I at? think in over in overtime it came down to that. Did you I
1: say think. Tannehill stats? I didn't hear you. 20 for 24. For how many yards? Uh 237.
0: So he th- okay. He, he threw he threw about he threw Any inners? So his quarterback rating was higher. You way Any higher. INTs? He was like wait it was really good. 40.
1: Any INTs? No. Uh no. no.
0: No.
2: 5 sacks. And
1: he
0: threw the longest pass of the NFL uh season so far. In the air, sixty uh sixty seven yards. I thought you were gonna say like forty something. Ryan Tannehill name. got that arm at what, thirty six years old?
1: Okay, I feel like I feel like we, maybe me and you, maybe me I feel like we've all kind of said Ryan Tannehill's a decent quarterback throughout the offseason. I said decent. You
2: said top ten. I'm not saying top ten. I feel like I didn't. I feel like I did we, we I can't go over remember the num- we gotta go over the numbers at some
1: point. We we'll have He's to because quarterback.
2: But uh I think I gave Justin Fields too much yeah. credit, so that says a lot about Titans. me.
1: Everybody <laughs> did though. Yeah. I mean it's Justin Fields, right? He was a high draft
2: pick. Yeah. Dude was supposed Showed to show it out pick. last year rushing the ball. Yeah. That's I mean has DJ Moore.
1: But I mean, here's also the problem with all of that. I mean, it, it also comes down to we put we also put a lot of expectations on some of these younger guys yeah. for first years in the league, for second years in the league, even third years in the league. I mean, I'm sure that's not completely easy, but at the end of the day, you get out of college, you're expected to. If you're in the position you're in as like a starting quarterback of the NFL you are tasked with leading that team and that's where yeah. it gets so difficult to criticize some of these guys for not being where they need to be but you kind of have to cuz yeah. i mean like your expectation is to play. Justin Fields has not met expectations. Dak Prescott has not met expectations and i think a lot of people are talking about that this season and a lot of that is maybe not necessarily warranted but I mean, it is what it is. Kenny Pickett, also, he's yeah. getting some flag. I mean, yeah. is he really going to be the guy that we want to rely on for we the can't next tell few years? Canada's gone. And it's true, that's but uh, it that's tough to. for yeah, you the guys.
0: Titans, Titans is com- really good stuff. Derrick Henry, twenty five for eighty. Uh, Tajay Spears, eight for forty nine. We
2: have to. I, I want to say this on air just so it's so we have it recorded too. Titans have a serious chance to make a deep playoff push if they have a two running back formation. With Henry on one side, Spears here, on the other. I, th- I, I mean, why not? If that offensive line can get together enough yes. to, if if I mean Spears eight, they need to give him the ball more. Eight rushes for forty nine yards.
1: Some screen passes. Well, I mean, we saw Something. this. We saw this a lot with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Perfect example. Ezekiel Elliott came in. He was on top. He became the starting court, starting running back, and then Tony Pollard showed up. And gave that alleviation or that attention off of Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And people had to start focusing on Tony Pollard. And then eventually Ezekiel Elliott Got leaves yeah. leaves the Cowboys. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the design running back system. Yeah. You have another person come in, learn from the top guy, and then the top guy goes somewhere else. And then you have the guy that's left over. Yeah. Like, if, that's just how a lot of times running back positions go.
2: Especially, you know, I think my favorite thing is that one-two punch when you have a power back and Derrick Henry. Zeke yeah. Elliott, when he was with the Cowboys, then you get the speedster, you know, with Spears, Tony Pollard, you know, Steelers, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren looked amazing. See,
1: Najee Harris had what, that huge 70-yard reception, and then that was not, that was
2: pretty much... Oh, that was George Pickens. Just George Pickens, excuse yeah.
1: me. But even Najee Harris, I feel like he didn't have... He didn't. Like, too much going on that That third last quarter was week. about it. But he had a few great looks, yeah. and I liked, I mean, like, he looked incredible, yeah. but he's got to be... In a system that has a quarterback who can get the ball to him yeah. on those plays and every single time, or at least be able to.
2: I, I, I really, I, I'm going to keep on defending Kenny because it just comes back to that offense. It's atrocious. Yeah. But keep going, John. Yeah, no, down.
0: I think that's where we're at with the Titans. I think that we can do a lot of good stuff this year, um, or it can just complete. I'll have a completely changed tone. Uh, they are plus three against the Browns. Uh, this weekend at minus 105, so you, I might jump on that right now. Whoa. Plus three at minus 105. Plus, Plus three?
2: three? Hmm? They're supposed to. Wait.
0: Against the Browns. In, in but they're Cleveland. minus one
2: 105?
0: Yeah, minus 105. Juice is, Juice is on minus three. Uh, the Browns minus three.
2: I guarantee, I could almost guarantee a Titans win Oh, this we'll, talk so Browns, the, we'll, we'll talk about your guarantees bets. So the Browns.
0: We'll talk about your guaranteed bets to win because yeah. you scared me, sir. So the Browns are favored by three? <laughs> they're favored by three even after that game. Um, so we'll talk about that. A little breaking news right now, actually. Oh, gosh. Uh, Bears not going in the right direction. Uh, Bears left tackle Braxton Jones headed to the IR with a neck injury that could potentially be season injury. Oh, gosh.
1: Oh. Yeah, man, that is a bummer. So they're are they going to have to move Darnell, right? Maybe. I don't know. Bringing uh, in a new guy, the tertiary guy. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of internal problems in Chicago, too, apparently. There's some arguments. Justin Fields saying
2: he's playing too robotic. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, and we keep on talking about it, but he just can't take accountability for his play either, and it's really hard to see. He threw his offensive coordinator under the bus in an interview recently after the Week 2 matchup um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. It's just sad to see... But I want to keep on touching on the Titans real quick. I think Traylon Burks, man, he may be the X factor. I think DeAndre Hopkins is your number one, of course, but if Traylon Burks can keep growing, uh, really he was the best wide receiver on the field. Like outside of on the Titans side, Keenan Allen went off. But... uh, I'll say this too: DeAndre Hopkins showed up when you needed him most in overtime with that catch that really sealed the win. Traylon Burks three
0: for seventy six, Hopkins four for forty,
2: uh, Westbrook a keen eight. That should have hit so
0: bad, man. I'm so bad about <laughs> that. Uh Three for twenty five. So yeah, the Titans are doing some good stuff. Uh, let's we're going to wrap things up here. We got a couple more things to talk about. We're going to touch on two of the injuries that uh, well, one of the really the the injury that everyone's talking yeah. about. Um, Nick Chubb. So sad to see. Uh, yeah,
1: a dude, blew out his name. Uh, that's dude. an
0: understatement.
1: Uh, I, think, I mean, there's no, there's no other way. Nice way to put no. it. I mean, he got some, some. Some have called it an, an ugly hit. I, 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 I don't. I wouldn't call it dirty. I, 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 I'd hate calling things like he that went low. But like he was, uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's part of the football game. I mean. You know, it's just one of those things. But yeah, Nick Chubb just takes a hit to the knee and basically turns his knee ninety degrees, like and the same way at, when, in, when yeah, played, yeah when he played in Georgia, yeah, it was it was a nasty, knee. gnarly injury. He's done for the season. I think they haven't even come out fully with what's all no. injured, but uh, I mean, as somebody who has experience with knee injuries, I mean, it's tough. it looked like it hurt every every ligament that's in there. The the amount of movement that that knee went through, yeah. which is scary to think about. Yeah. Um wish him all the best in getting better. I think we all are definitely gonna miss him out on the field. I know uh John had him on his fantasy team and that definitely hurt.
2: Yeah. A bump um, in the road for sure. Yeah.
0: Got the sure. Ebrahim Mozart. Uh there you go. And uh the only reason I got that is because I opened my mouth and let Christian get uh Puka
2: Yeah. Rams uh, Star wide receiver, all of a sudden, out second of the fifth best, round, second best fantasy player. Well, which is crazy.
1: You made that move, I did, but I decided to get Jerome Ford, okay. who's on the Cleveland Browns, and,
2: and they just signed him. They just
1: signed um, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, Curtis, yeah, Curtis, signs and, that uh, loss. and so now it looks like Kareem Hunt. He's going to be the starting running back. No, I'll say, I don't
2: I'll know. say this: I think he's they're to going to be trying to work his way to. He'll be the receiving threat, I think, when it you comes so? down to it. I think Jerome Ford showed enough that he's going to be that. You gotta give him another chance, back. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. seventy-yard rushing touchdown against the Steelers. I mean, come on, yeah. right? You gotta,
1: they, you gotta let him run the ball a few right. more times.
2: Like he didn't do much outside that run. But I would not play him this year. This I would not play him this week, though. No, no, I'm not. He has I'm to not. learn. He knows the offense already, but I'm, I'm very no,
0: we're not Hunt. I'm talking uh, Ford. Ford. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not yeah, playing Titans.
2: Ford.
1: No, I'm not playing Ford this week. No, I'm very excited though for next week. Uh, not next week, but the following week to start. Alvin Kamara, yeah,
2: that's going to be a nice little pickup. Tennessee boy from you, John. So I'm sure you love him, but you hate seeing him on Jeff's team. Absolutely, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Fantasy's going pretty good. Uh, I got the win over Christian by a couple point, point four, point, point four. Back to uh, back weeks. I don't even know how y'all did that. Jeff is two and zero. Oh. I'm one and one. Uh, Who did I beat? Oh, I beat to. Uh,
1: I meet one of our corporate friends, Which? Scott, last week. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll get it. We'll get into it. Um, more a little bit more next week, but uh, Christian has a guarantee bet uh, that I am terrified for him. So guarantee guarantee? For, for the amount that he put on it, I'll, you don't have to say that either. Oh, yeah, uh, like twenty dollars? Uh, yeah, like twenty
2: dollars. But, but uh, San Francisco to knock off the Giants by more than ten points on Monday, or Thursday night football. Reason being, they just got blown out by the Cowboys less than a week, two weeks ago. Then we're talking about a Giants team with possibly no Saquon Barkley, one of the most complete defenses the Giants are going up against in the 49ers. What? I just. Minus 10. I could see it being minus 20. Sure. God. I could see them blowing them out of the water. Absolutely. But that's
0: a huge spread for the NFL. Uh, I don't bet double digit favorites like double. Digit, I just don't. That's a rule. That's a rule of mine. I just don't bet double digits.
2: Yeah, you just people. bet on the Bears, right? right, right <laughs> yeah. And I will do it again. Watch I, me. I think another lock we need to talk about is the Titans against the Titans. Browns. Plus three. I um, think that is too. Is,
1: man, I would. I would say that if I didn't feel like the Titans played a little inconsistent in their first game.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, well you look at the steel. You look at the Saints game that they played against the Panthers. I mean, it was the
2: same thing. Like field goal, field goal, field goal.
1: Man, but even then, the Saints in the Carolina Panthers game, I feel like Panthers should have won that one.
2: Yeah. Dude, Saints defense. I'm
1: sorry. I meant to say Saints. I feel They're like Saints should have won that one a and lot easier. Yeah, they did. Oh, I, they okay. should have won that one a lot more than what they did and not by how much um, was on the scoreboard. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, yeah, we'll be back at it next week talking about sports just a little uh, bit sports and stuff
2: just a little bit of sports
0: been fun hanging out with y'all today for christian brown for jeff matthews i'm john glass peace